Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're here with Comic Alex. Alex, how the hell are you? Very well, thank you. Good, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Alex, man, you're like fucking Cher, Prince. You just got one name, dude. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need. <laughs> I fucking love that, dude. But here on the Instagram, you are the Alex Berry Show. And um, there we can find a link to Breakfast Journal, which is, you know, breakfast underscore journal at Instagram. And um, on Twitter, you told me you were, I had it up for a second there. I know I follow you, but again, it was the Alex Berry Show. What was it? It was just at the Alex Berry. Yes, Alex Berry. The Alex Berry show was taken. Oh, fuck that. All right, cool. But you're the only Alex Berry I give a shit about because you are fucking... I, the fir- very first video I fired up on the Breakfast Journal was fucking hilarious. Thank you. It was... It was a fucking British guy with a guitar, and you do everything. You you draw it, you animate it, you sing it, you, yeah. play, you know, play any music, etc. How the fuck did you start... You know, like, you know, what came first? Was it the comedy or the drawing or the animation or the voiceover or what? Originally, it started like that's that's what the reason it's called Breakfast Journal is it started because I was trying to do like a rip off of The Onion. Okay. Uh, And then maybe like a year into it, I just decided like I wanted to make cartoons. Yes. Uh, And so I just I just started learning how to make them. Okay. Uh, Uh, So the journal used to be actually a journal. Yeah, so it used to be yeah. like, you know, uh, satiric news articles, and we kept right. doing stuff like uh, um, like how the Last Supper was at Denny's, uh, <laughs> stuff like that. And, yeah. Uh, but it wasn't really working, and I just wasn't really happy with it. Um, okay. And uh, I just know, like, I've always wanted to make cartoons, and I kept trying to pay other people to do it for me. Yeah, it's hard to find them. They're they're like drummers. They you know, like there's very few of them. Everybody needs yeah. them, and you know they kind of act and charge accordingly. Oh, they charge so much, and no yeah. one no one can really make it in your vision or how you really like want the cadence to be or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so one morning I just woke up and started learning how to make cartoons. Um, so I do I do the voices, the animations, the drawings. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm here. I'm gonna actually look up. And I'm gonna I had it playing before, but I won't now. I'm gonna fire it up again because I want to see what was actually animated in this picture. Sure. Roughly his mouth and his eyes. And so, uh, how long did it take you? Know, are you a natural artist? How long did it take you to draw that? And how difficult is it, or easy is it, to just animate the mouth and eyes? I. Uh, it's pretty. It's not too bad now. Uh, when I first started, I didn't. I don't. I didn't know how to draw uh, when I started doing it. Wow. Uh, so you know, you, you you inspire you inspire such optimism in me. It's like wow. If Alex can do this and he can't even draw, that's fucking amazing. I couldn't draw. Now I can kind of. <laughs> draw. Okay. Or at least you can draw your characters. I, I deleted like I think I think total I've made like maybe sixty animations. Okay. Uh, and the first. 50 of those were awful <laughs> and they're not they're not on the page anymore so okay uh, and what about them was bad and how did you figure out how how to not do them bad uh it was just like the drawings um really choppy animations uh the jokes weren't like amazing okay it's it's really hard because it, you know how animation is a visual medium as well as like um uh i guess a, a spoken medium yeah so it's it's really difficult to like write a joke and then it's not like you know shooting a sketch 
where you have the joke and it plays off well with the visuals and, and what's going on in the scene. Right. So it's really hard to do that with animation. So nothing was playing right. And uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Uh, and eventually it just it's just, you know, a process of your know, practice, uh, trial and error. But now you have all the power. I fucking love that. Like, it's just yeah. like, you know, I was doing um, the podcast at QED and, um, you know, I had a tech there and he was super helpful and even how to post things to Instagram and all this shit. But it's like when this quarantine happened, it freed me up to kind of I had to do everything myself. And so now I can do 15 comics a, a day every other fucking week. And it yeah. just feels so powerful. I mean, so are you just thrilled with the amount of power and control you have over your comedy career going forward? Oh, I love it. That's that's all that's all anyone really wants, right? Is power. Yes. Well, yeah, at least, at least power over your own shit. Like that's another yeah. reason why I went to law school because I knew I wanted to do a lot of small business shit, but so I wanted to make sure that nobody fucked me over on a contract or nobody fucked me over in litigation, so that I wouldn't be scared of shit. So I went to yeah. law school for that. It's like you want to control your own shit and not have other people screw you over. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. So, so many. It, it that's the right way to do it. I think. Yeah. Anytime you're trying to put something together. It's just, I mean, learn how to do it. That's all. That's all you can can do to control everything, you know. Yeah, and this is kind of the way to do it because I think even my tech, Eric Nyquist, he has um, a hilarious web series. It's on fucking Instagram, and it's about a taco and something or other. It's like the Chronicles of Taco something or other, and it's hilarious. I'm like, I didn't even know you fucking did this. And he's primarily a music guy, and he does tech for audio and shit like that. So he's. It's, I, I can't even believe he can do this. But also people like Lana Schwartz and Alana, Michelle Rubin, they, they just recently put out something. And, and the thing that both of those things have in common with yours, why I'm mentioning it, is because the, the drawing is fairly simple, the animation is fairly minimal, and it works. And so as yeah. long as you di dial down the complexity, like a Beavis or Butthead, you know, it's like, you know, back in the day, I suppose with South Park or Beavis or Butthead, you're like, dude, people don't care about this fucking being Tom and Jerry as far as quality. They just want it to be hilarious. Yeah, they definitely. South Park's like been a big inspiration for me in terms of drawing style. Oh, cool. Yeah, comedy style too, too cuz I've never actually seen it. I've actually stayed uh, away. I usually stay away from most popular things. I I got I like to say that I try to be like South Park, but I don't think I'm even close. Well, it's um, good you're not cuz I don't know that I necessarily like what I'm hearing secondhand as far as the comedy's concerned. Yeah. So, I mean, South Park, I just love watching. I, I watched a lot of the early seasons um, back when they were making it. They, they weren't even making it digital. It was just all cardboard and uh, oh. paper. Oh. Um, so I just I just love that simplicity of it because it just makes it easy on me as as a student. Yeah, have you ever thought about doing that too? Like, you know, turning this character of yours, or you have, of course, many characters, and we'll talk about them. But, you know, these things, of course, lend themselves well to cardboard and construction paper. Have you ever thought of taking your really, you know, fancy digital animation and making it old school like the South Park people, or is that way more difficult? I, I would definitely love to figure out how they do that. Um, <laughs> but honestly, it's just a process of figuring out how to do it in your style. Yeah. Especially with like animation and something creative like that, uh, that just requires so much artwork. Yeah, it's just so hard to copy uh, any any animator. Yeah. Have you ever seen Tigtone on Adult Swim? Nope. Like they they have a completely different uh, style of, of animation. What is it? Tigtone. What is it? Let me look. Tigtone. Tigtone. 
Yeah, it's the most on Adult Swim show I, I think I've ever seen. Yeah, let me see the u- uniqueness. I suppose they're a uh, Tig Tone. Let me look at the images here to see. Uh, I would, the, uh, the I would unique thing. The streaming city clip. Oh shit! Yeah, so I, I see it though. I mean, I see how the unique visual and shit like that. And so you like like you couldn't recreate this in a thousand year in this, years in the same way that somebody else might not be able to recreate yours as, as easily as you do. No way. Uh, <laughs> but meaning, like, if you have, you know, both, if you have am- animators at two similar skill levels, but vastly different drawing styles or whatever, you guys might have trouble knocking out the other ones as quickly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, if, if, if I'm ever working with, like, another animator, um, I've decided that we're just going to have to figure out how we're going to do it together rather than try to put our different styles together because I, I don't think that's going to turn out well. Yeah. yeah. So even, have you done some of that cross pollination? Yeah, that's, a, that's kind of a question I had, which was if you're a one-man show, I mean, you got to get your stuff out there somewhere. So it's like a podcaster bringing on other podcasters and, and kind of cross-pollinating. Are you finding yourself what, collaborating with others in such a way where you're keeping your styles distinct, but maybe your characters interacting with theirs? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know, honestly. I think, I think the best way to go about it is to just create a new style of animation together. Okay. Oh, um, just that third style. So you don't do his and you don't do yours. You do the third style. Yeah, one one that you both can can learn from and be a student of, okay. uh, and that way there's no there's there's always continuity. There's no inconsistencies in in whatever style that you come up with. Wow. And so, I mean, is your goal to you know, the Alex, the comedian Alex goal, Alex's goal is to either become the you know make your drawings and animation even much more intricate and complicated or is your goal to be you know make sure that you are consistently funny like if you have to put your work into one or the other which one is it going to be i suppose it would be laughs first right it would be the latter yeah i think i think i see myself more as an artist of comedy rather than uh somebody just trying to put out the most uh elegant piece of, of work i can possibly do because i just I, I don't think even if i practice i'm just not a naturally good cartoonist okay so it's I, so you'd rather just be the funny cartoonist who has some simple simple shit uh i think i would i would love to like work on it and and see you know how uh good i can make my stuff uh, yeah you know the current skills that i have uh but it's gotta I, be I'm not gonna, yeah i'm not gonna try to pressure myself to get you know uh, into the levels of CGI or anything like that. Yeah, fuck that shit. We don't, we don't, yeah. And I, and I guess like I, I had a friend who was, you know, kind of a co-founder of a small business or whatever, and he was exploring certain, you know, discovery of small businesses in the area via animation. And I think the first thought that comes to mind is, yeah, you can do that if it's serving the small business, but don't think that you can be a better animator than the, a better game because he was doing it via gaming i'm sorry i don't know if i misspoke but you can't do games better than you know nba 2k19 or or, you know grand theft auto or whatever the fuck it is like like there's p there's teams there's teams of people and code bases that they've been tweaking forever and so you'll never like that's just a loser's errand so it's good that you're kind of thinking about the comedy rather than the animation but it's going to be fun to see it evolve over time and the characters there kind of you know what makes you know what comes first the drawing or the comedy content 
Like, do you think of the the kind of comedy scenario, like the late the Last Supper at Denny's, and then draw the characters, or are you just being like, oh, look at this guy with his bed hat here on Instagram? I think that's a funny drawing. Oh, that that th- makes me think about about what he would say before bed, or something like that. Uh, sometimes it it's kind of interchangeable. Usually, <laughs> it comes. I'll, I'll think of like the comedy first. Uh, like just I'll just have an idea pop in my head, and I'll write the script for it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, like uh, I've been working on this series right now called Hillbilly uh, Police Squad okay. for uh, for Instagram. And uh, while I was drawing the characters, I just thought it would be funny that the entire police department didn't wear pants. Because <laughs> <laughs> why? Because why would you? Yeah. So I was I was just drawing the characters, uh, and I drew them with shirts on, and then I just decided not to put pants on them, and just drew a bunch of like butts and penises and. Oh, so it does. It does get graphic because right here, the the still of this guy, he is. There's a podium covering his lower half, but at some point you start seeing genitalia, or is the genitalia kind I, of uh, uh, blurred I, out? I I blurred it out because I thought that would be funnier. Ah, it's, is it difficult to, you know, simulate, or like, you know, kind of get the gist of the yeah, that's genitalia being blurred out? I would imagine that would be difficult for a non-artist. <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. I mean, oh, okay. I do actually draw it and then blur it out, but oh, okay. I think uh, that's easier. Yeah, yeah. I think people just would get it. Um, you know, I I think there's like a certain level of of comprehension that an audience would understand. Yeah, like you know, as as long as they they see like, oh, this is a person and he's not wearing pants, I can assume <laughs> that. That's a penis that's being blurred out. Yes. And, you know, when it comes to blurring things out after the fact and stuff like that, it raises the question, are you able to reveal your animation software that makes it easy for newbies? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I use, I, I've been I've been practicing on Adobe Illustrator and Adobe Premiere. Okay. Um, and that's definitely, like, a really basic way to do it. Um, I do a lot of similar stuff as, as South Park would have done if I were using construction paper where I just I just have a bunch of different like mouth shapes and, head shapes. <laughs> and just you just of, you just store you tweak them a little bit yeah so it's it's basically the same thing they did uh, early on but just digital uh, yeah. uh, but eventually I, 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 I want I'm switching to a, a new software called Toon Boom okay and how come you're switching I just want to get a little bit more smooth with it so I, I feel okay. like that software is gonna allow me to be a little bit more kind of creative and uh i'm not going to be so limited to you know like a, a 2d kind of style you know? oh, yeah let's hope let's hope it's as easy to use as you know illustrator or premiere or whatever and it's it's going to be fun to see the cartoons kind of evolving over time and how do you and i guess my question for are they they're all well this one is igtv this one's just a clip, I think, like under a minute. So how do you kind of decide which one's going on IGTV, which is going just, I don't know, in your, in your feed or whatever, and what's the what's the difference? Is IGTV free for everybody? Um, yeah, I think I think it just kind of depends on what the video is that I'm, I'd, I'd be working on. Uh, okay. Lately, I've been kind of, I've been trying to do more series-style uh, kind of videos. Um you know, I, I want to do longer, you know, funnier kind of stuff, um, rather than just like fifty-second one-offs. Yeah. So I think I think moving forward, it'll probably be more on IGTV, but uh, it's definitely been kind of touch and go in terms of that. 
so forth. Yeah, so this this character who's singing or whatever, this, you know, you could be like, you have like five different joke ideas and they're all kind of disjointed. So separating them into clips is something that could be, uh, you know, kind of conducive. It could be a nice way to get it out there. Whereas the police squad, yeah, that can be a little bit longer, kind of fleshing out what kind of crimes they're investigating. Do you get into that? Kind of what is the hillbilly police squad without burning jokes, in addition to not wearing pants, what kind of crimes are they investigating? So they don't really investigate any crimes. <laughs> I was like, that's like that they last kind of, blast. What are they investigating? They they kind of, uh, the police department kind of collapses in on itself a little bit. Yes. Uh, so that in the first video, uh, I, I thought it would be funny that they're, they, they're the ones who address uh, guns in, in police hands. Yeah. Uh, so they just decide that instead of guns, that they're just going to eat bags of pistachios whenever they feel <laughs> hot and hot and heated. <laughs> Wait, because they can't, they can't use guns because they don't have uh, pockets because they don't have pants. They, well, that, yeah, I didn't think of that actually. Um, but I, I oh, I they didn't have guns because they were hillbillies. They were kind of poor. They yeah, didn't have they, they were just talking about they just they don't want to shoot anybody uh, by by accident. So if, you know, if they get angry, they they can't trust themselves with guns. Uh, oh, that that makes more sense because you would think a hillbilly would love to shoot people, yeah. but if they if they don't. They shoot so many people they don't trust themselves with guns. That makes a little bit of sense to a hillbilly. So that's fucking yeah. cool. So they so, yeah, decided uh, it takes so long to eat a bag of pistachios <laughs> that by the time they're done, they'll be they'll have calmed down. Ask yeah, I'm gonna cool down. And and so like, are you you know doing any voiceovers for fellow animators or kind of how you kind of inter- networking with these people? I uh, I usually just um, I haven't done any voiceovers for anyone yet. Okay. Uh, you but I've worked with, I've definitely had a lot of comics, guest voice, and yes, uh, be in some videos, and that's always fun to do. Um, okay, is there any, any any names you could drop as far as comic talent who's done voiceover on some of these cartoons? Would I know yeah. any of them? One, I don't know if you would know him, but his name is Alex Oliver. Okay, He's not yet. Hilarious comic. Gotta Cal- get him on here. Is he New York? He's in California. Okay. Um, super funny. Uh, love his videos. And, okay. uh, I mean, that guy is. Uh, I think he's my favorite to work with so far. Um, yes. Because I don't. I don't like sending people a whole script to read. I just kind of send them their lines and see what they do. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, he always he always comes up with stuff very, uh, very funny. And so for something like that, do they get a credit at the end of the video? I I'm working on that. I I usually credit them in the description. Um, oh, okay. Just tag them in the post. Yeah, that's good enough. Um, rather than put like a credit scene at the end. And is there any voice that you can't do? Like it sounds like you're getting these people on here because you're you're a fan of theirs. You think they'll be able to riff on the content. But are you confident in your ability to nail any voice that you can think of? Or do you think there's going to come a character where you're like, I really would like to do this voice, but you know, it's a black character, and I don't want to do black voice. Right? I'll do I'll do black characters. I don't mind. Uh, okay. I think it I think it just depends on on the kind of. Because my my range is, uh, I can do a lot of like low tones and soft voices and stuff like that. Okay. Um, there, I probably wouldn't be able to do a very feminine voice. Okay. Um, and and really, there's no black voice. You know, I had Kareem Green on. He was like, "There's yeah. no real." Like he had a couple different homeless voices. He's like, "There's no <laughs> real homeless voice." And I thought that was hilarious. But in the same way, you could just have your normal voice, yeah. and just put a black character, and it's just like. Um, Early on, I was kind of. Nervous about drawing black people, but I I just got over that. Um, 
because I, I, I think that it just doesn't really matter. It doesn't at all. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Okay, so you would just put them in the exact same situations as you would put a white person. Yeah, definitely. You feel like right now I want to practice drawing a, lot, a black person, you know? The situation, the situation won't be different. The voice won't be different. I'm not going to get stereotypical or racial with it. It's just like right now I feel like drawing a black person. Exactly. Um, and I feel like if there's ever... I feel like stereotypes, especially in comedy, are kind of a way to make fun of yourself a little bit. Oh, cool. Because there's just such an ignorance there. That's kind of just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love it. The, the person fucking finding the hilarity and ridiculing themselves and things like that, but it's, it's fucking Alex. And you can check you can check him out, the Alex Berry Show on Instagram, which will take you to breakfast underscore journal on Instagram and on Twitter. Is the Alex Berry. Alex, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me.